Hello, I'm John Adams of Perry and Phillips. Today I have the great pleasure in talking with the CEO of Life Art Coffins, Mr. Kevin Crute. Hi Kevin, um, thanks for coming in today. Hi John. So firstly then, um, Life Art Coffins, what do you do? What is the product that you provide? So Life Art Coffins are uh, a new and Innovative technology. We uh, we make coffins from uh, a board, which is something similar to uh, between cardboard and timber. Uh, it means that we use up to 80% less trees when we manufacture coffins. And the idea is that we want to change uh, the way that coffins are produced in the UK from what is currently manufactured traditionally to uh, to this new technology, which we believe is better for families, better environment. And also, it offers a lot of uh, a lot more affordability options as well for families. Historically, um, coffins were um, solid wood, mm. and the industry itself was based around the, the making of a coffin. So, my granddad, for example, and my dad would make coffins by hand, solid wood, and then things have evolved. Sure. And from my understanding, obviously now is it's an MDF wood and chipboard, mm. which is used in the majority of coffins in United Kingdom. That's correct. So, so what actual material do you use? Yeah, it's, it's interesting you say about chipboard and MDF. Uh, I think a lot of families wouldn't realise that that's what uh, the coffins are uh, manufactured from. Uh, equally, uh, the brass effect handles, they wouldn't realise that they're single-use plastic uh, and also that they're therefore um, uh, more for aesthetic appearance rather than functional. Uh, our coffins are, um, are made from a, uh, a board which is a honeycomb board, which means it's super strength, it's very robust. Uh, it can carry a weight of over 20, 25 stone. Um, and you can also carry it by the handles, which is uh, really helpful for uh, funeral directors who uh, want to maneuver the coffin, but also for families who want to carry the coffin in because you can carry it at uh, waist height without having to shoulder. So it's a, it's a much uh, safer product to handle. Uh, our coffins only weigh uh, around about 11 kilograms, uh, whereas the uh, MBF and chipboard coffins can weigh around 35 kilograms. So very light, very lightweight, but again, incredibly strong. So it's really interesting actually discussing this topic in general because mm. when I arrange a funeral, um, when I come on to the topic of type of coffin with the family, it's, it's, always, it's always a challenge and I always find it, I'm always aware how, how important it is um, and I think we have a responsibility now to, to look at it and look at the materials used. Yeah, I, th I think that's um, it's a really important point around that uh, transparency and, and clearly the CMA have talked a lot about trans transparency. I think the, uh, I know that the uh, ASA, the Advertising Standards Authority, have talked about the transparency on all sorts of advertising connected with the environment and I'm not sure that we're, uh, the funeral profession is particularly transparent about some of the uh, some of the uh, options for families, as well as what that means in terms of materials. So again, single-use plastics, uh, chipboard and MDF. Um, chipboard and MDF. If you look at the manufacturer's instructions, they uh, say two things: that you shouldn't do with that product, you shouldn't burn it, um, and you shouldn't bury it, uh, and except in exceptional circumstances. But of course, that's what happens to coffins. Life Art's uh, strategy is very much around producing, a, as I say, an affordable, personalisable uh, coffin that is more beneficial for the environment. We want to make everybody's final footprint really matter. So that final footprint making that matter for families 
uh, is important and being able to understand the options that are available to families from a traditional solid timber to if families wish to choose a chipboard or uh, MDF coffin or uh, a product similar to life art whether that's uh, whether that's um, uh, willow or whether that's uh, whether that's a uh, product like ourselves what we believe is that given the choice that's what families would choose we know that our customers that uh, we currently uh, supply uh, when they talk to families about uh, our product and what that offers in terms of environmental options but also the ability to personalize families are very much uh, interested in that uh, and it's a it's a easy conversa easier conversation to have with families i think sometimes that conversation doesn't actually occur and uh, families are left to choose from a very small range we've really not been aware of what that product actually is uh, manufactured from well, i think this comes down to take the actual funeral homes throughout the whole united kingdom mm taking more responsibility about providing choice mm. and options. And this again comes down to bereavement and grief. The more options we're able to offer a family, not to bombard them, but give them options for them to choose. Um, hopefully that will help them with their grief in the future as well. Mm. I think what's important is that funeral directors have conversations with families about, about their loved one. So they understand what was important to them, what interest did they have, so that the funeral director can uh, find solutions to, to those families' needs. And I think Life Art can, uh, can fill that uh, opportunity in terms of the personalization that we can offer. We can print uh, any color. Uh, we have standard collections, and also uh, in the new year, people will be able to personalize every single coffin with, with their own choice. Um, so using a, a design online uh, facility. So, what it means is that families have something that they can, uh, that's meaningful to them. For our family business, you know, we are a traditional company. Mm. Um, so my grandfather used to make coffins by hand. Um, but I just think we all have a responsibility to look at what we're doing. Mm. And that's the key thing here. And um, the choice is important. But uh, I think like historically, you know, the industry can just do things because we've always done them. Mm. And that's the same as many industries. So I think it's just really important to keep looking at what we're currently doing to make sure we're trying to protect the future yeah. uh, in many ways. Clearly, I think there's a number of things we can do to lessen the environmental impact uh, from funerals. Uh, as with anything with the climate emergency, it's not one solution. Uh, this is literally millions of different solutions. Yeah. So I see funeral as part of that uh, solution to uh, reduce environmental damage that, uh, that humans are causing and part of that is uh, part of that solution is life art uh, coffins equally it could be uh, electric vehicles it can be a number of things but i think as a profession i think the funeral industry needs to look at uh, what they can do to make a small difference i think again if the public is seeing that the funeral industry is working so hard to try and help the environment mm. again it sounds like personal responsibility um, and an, an industry um, such as in, as the funeral industry, mm. again, it could be it could be huge. Uh, it could be really make a difference at national level, couldn't it? I, th I think it it, it would. Uh, I think if you, I think a great example is the uh, uh, eradication of uh, carrier bags, plastic carrier bags. So, uh, what if, what happened there was that. Um, some people stepped forward and started to uh, not offer plastic carrier bags. There was a campaign about eradicating uh, plastic carrier bags. I think Wales were the first one to introduce a levy. Then the rest of the UK followed. 
and you there are clearly there's some uh, impact on people who produce plastic carrier bags and what that means and I think the same has to be faced into in lots of other industries and I don't think funerals any different in that the industry needs to look at itself think about what's the right thing to do uh, and some of these are very very difficult decisions about how we can make sure that uh, we lessen our environmental impact in the funeral profession. Formaldehyde is one example in terms of leakage into the ground uh, from burials. Yeah, I just think it'd be great for for the industry to lead its own direction. There might be rules put in place for the industry to, to adhere to, but wouldn't it be great if we could actually lead and and the industry to, to actually guide where we, where we go ourselves rather than be told? I, th I think that would be a fabulous step forward and, and the, uh, we are talking to uh, more and more funeral directors as part of what we do around their, their ambitions for uh, lessening the impact from funerals on, on the climate and the environment. Um, so there's, there's a lot of people like yourself, John, who are starting to think about what that could look like. Uh, I think there's, uh, with all of these, there's a uh, there's momentum that's building. I think there's momentum that's built on the back of uh, people's experience through COVID. Uh, and before that, the, the conversations around climate change and climate change has gone a little bit off the agenda, understandably, because of the COVID uh, impact. But I'm pretty certain that uh, in, in years to come, uh, climate change and the climate emergency will be, uh, will be number one in people's minds. Uh, this is the biggest threat to the modern world at the moment, is the, uh, is the climate and the uh, impact that's been created by, by humans and what we're doing to the planet. Since, since Live Heart Coffins was established, have you had many problems at all? Have you had issues um, at venues that you go to, such as crematoriums, for example? Do you have problems with your products? It's people's mindsets. How do we change people's mindsets to think that we can, we can do funerals different, we can do the coffin differently. Uh, we print all of our coffins, they're printed. Um, and we print them to look like wood, so you would be very hard pushed to and to be able to appreciate the difference of a wooden uh, chipboard coffin with a uh, with a laminate or a foil finish to one of our coffins. So you can make it look like timber as well if you want. So it's, it's that acceptance and uh, when people taking the leap, when we start talking to uh, customers and they take our product, and they they from the moment the product arrives, we deliver on trolleys because and it can only be. A, it only needs to be a one-person delivery system. It's roll on, roll off. Uh, again, our, we use more vans, so that's better for the environment. Um, from the moment we deliver the coffins, uh, they realise that it just needs one person to deliver. We, we don't need a, a several people to move the coffins in and out of the funeral home. And they are shocked at how light they are. Yeah. Uh, they go to pick them up and they nearly knock, knock themselves on the chin because they are incredibly light. So that technology uh, means that we can produce something that is incredibly strong. Um, so we've not had any issues, as I say, it's just this mindset of what's always been done. I came to your factory around 18 months ago. I was invited down by Simon to yeah. see what you were doing. And I was really surprised and quite shocked in how clean and tidy mm. your establishment is. Yeah, it's uh, everybody is that comes to the factory is uh, completely uh, stunned. I guess is is a word. Uh, it's incredibly different to any other uh, coffin manufacturer in terms of that makes coffins from chipboard and pass and uh, MDF. It's quieter. It's it's uh, it's less dusty. We uh, we 
This is new technology, and I think it's really important that this uh, this is new technology is uh, is game changing. So our coffins are printed onto board uh, and then formed into into a coffin. So it comes in as a as a raw sheet, and we use print technology. We uh, we are a, uh, more of a information technology business that happens to make coffins. Um, so it's incredibly clean. Uh, it is incredibly efficient. So uh, we. Um, we're able to make all of our coffins to order uh, effectively, hence we can personalise and we can make a coffin uh, in a little over 20 minutes. One of the most important pieces of somebody's life is the coffin. It's a, it's a farewell, it's, it really does mark the end of uh, somebody's life and the ability to personalise it I think is incredibly, incredibly powerful. Um, and we can personalise it with something very simple, whether it's a, a picture of say the grandchildren, or even a uh, handwritten message from the grandchildren that can be put onto the coffin. So you, you mentioned as well, you're, you're even providing coffins now to artists to do work on. Yeah, so uh, because people are demanding that personalization, they don't want what's been the standard uh, fallback position of a brown timber looking coffin. Uh, people want something different to remember the life of the person that they've lost. Again, it comes back to mindsets, just breaking down those simple barriers, isn't it? Really, it's, it's not much. It's not that, the, the switch over isn't that big. Mm. It's just that initial. And I don't mindset. think, yeah, and I don't think the switch over for funeral directors is is a huge leap. I think uh, the the very best funeral directors, and there's countless people who do this brilliantly in the funeral profession, will ask the right questions of families, would want to understand about what was important to them, what was important to the person that's uh, sadly passed away before they then start to offer solutions. Yeah. And, and I, think, I think this is, this is part of what the role of a funeral director is. Um, and again, that care that the funeral director uh, would give extends beyond the care of deceased and the care of the family to making sure that the product is right as well. With, with my, my tutoring I do, I'm always surprised when the funeral home just give them a choice of a couple of buffers. Mm. Um, you know, the first question is, is that what are your thoughts? You know, asking those open questions yeah, yeah. can go, you can go so far with that and you put it over to them. If somebody obviously isn't sure, then that's when we have to step in and do our jobs and give information and guide people yeah, yeah. and help them. But uh, it's fascinating really to see, uh, to see the choices now available. Mm. And with a the funeral, there's, there's clearly the coffins are in integral part of it uh, and that ability to personalise is important but also throughout the whole uh, funeral there's little things that can be done that means it makes a big difference to families whether that's from um, you know the type of flowers that are purchased or even pin badges to some of the uh, uh, memorialisation products which I think are really important for families. Uh, we've had countless people come to the factory and they, they are always amazed um, even the ones that have not seen the other the way that coffins are manufactured, they are they are absolutely amazed at what we do and how efficient it is. No, I certainly was, and uh, very interesting to see what you're doing. Um, and from our experience as well, from, from using some of your coffins now, oh. um, I think it's a really a really important discussion to have with families when the, when the environment, especially for ourselves now, with the environment mm, mm. Uh, is, is a key um, a key point for the family. And again, it comes back to options. 
yeah. I think the funeral directors have a responsibility to provide options uh, to their families they serve. And as you said before as well, with the options, it's not a case of the next week they're comfortable with what happens. In five, ten years' time, mm -hmm. looking back, and they knew, and they know they could not have done any more for their loved one, and that's what we're here for. Yeah, I think I think it's uh, that, absolutely, John. That's really important, and the family's memory of the funeral uh, is very much centred around the coffin. And the more personalisable that that is, uh, the more that uh, families, and this is important to some families. I appreciate not all, but the more environmentally friendly that uh, that coffin is, again, is is important. And that's growing number of uh, of families who want an environmental choice. Uh, I think in. Ten years ago, it was a small uh, niche market. I think now it's becoming more uh, expected of families. And I think also families feel uh, aggrieved when they, if they found out afterwards that the coffin they've chosen for their loved one was made from chipboard uh, and had single-use plastic in, because people are very passionate, quite rightly so, about eradicating things like single-use plastic. And as I said earlier on in the discussion, it's a case of my great-grandfather and granddad making them by hand. Mm. It's just slowly evolved, hasn't it, to, to this point now where we are in this position. Mm. Um, and as I say, the, the coffins that we use at the moment from other providers, um, from yourselves, we're pleased, you know, we're really pleased with what, what we have. Sure. Um, but again, I think we all have a responsibility just to look at, just to occasionally stop and reflect mm. on what we're doing, our actions and to ensure we're protecting the future generations coming through. For me, it's about informed choices for families to make. Uh, I'm, I'm very passionate about the, the role of the funeral arranger and the funeral director to understand the needs of that family, um, but at the same time to be transparent about those choices. So I think uh, then people can make an informed choice and not a choice that they go and regret in subsequent years, because that's for me, would be the last thing I'd want to do for a funeral I'd arrange for a loved one or for another family to experience. Well, thank you, Caitlin. Thanks for your time today for coming up to see us. It's been really interesting. Pleasure. And uh, quite, quite uh, an eye-opener as well, I think, uh, just to look at the, from the environmental point of view. And thank you for the work you're doing behind the scenes as well to try and raise awareness nationally for the, uh, for the next generation. So thank you. John, thank you.